With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Sunday Trackside. Welcome, Sunday Trackside, wherever you may be. <laughs> Miles Spencer with you, Tom Aylock hanging around, David Taggart an hour away, and we've changed the game. We're changing it up. one 736 736 The next hour, family is yours. You want to talk about a horse today? You want to whinge about a horse yesterday? You want to tell me that I'm a peanut? Go for it. And the phone lines, who would have thought of lit up? <laughs> tell me hello to you. Bit of silver chair. Wake me up, nowhere to fear. Here we go. Look at him go. How are you, Tommy? I'm well, mate. I'm well. Good to stick around for an extra 10 minutes. Well, look, I might need some help here. I can't miss this. Well, this is, look. Get any popcorn? Chris, Brett, Roy, they're all in early. Hello. Tommy, get some popcorn. The phone lines lit up, have they? Well, straight lines and phone lines. That's that's what we're dealing here at the moment. (laughs) Wow-wee. I didn't expect uh, anyone to call in. 04-1300. I haven't done it before, right? Seven th- it's the same number, mate. one 736 736 That's 1-300-736-736. Get to you very shortly. Chris in Rose Bay. Roy in Templestowe. He's probably ringing to tell us that Churnside Bunnings is open. <laughs> Just hold there with us, Roy. Brent and St. Ormond's probably get to you shortly. Wowee. Hey, they're just repeating off the top, though. Your little um, watch list, put it up on the socials. You've got a bet today. Yes, Kilmore Cup, I think, Keats. There's yep. a Kilmore Cup, leads throughout, sting out. Uh, yeah, any questions about a horse, you can ask me as well in the first 10 or 15 minutes, Miles. Anyone wants any ratings or anything, see how we go. Perfect. Yep. Brett's got some lay-bins. This is good, it's all happening. Um, I also like Glorioso, Miles, race two at Newcastle. It's up on the watch list if you missed it. Download the Betfair app and it's up there. But 900 metre two-year-old race, I'm a brave man. But at least there's some excitement here and some horses on the way up on a tough day of racing. So Glorioso, a nice filly, I think. Godolphin have a couple in the race. Um, Skogafoss is uh, the the boy and Glorioso, the filly there. Um, I think she can win. She beat Spartus home in a trial who's almost half the price of Glorioso miles. So... There's one for you. How are we going on the, the Your lines? best bets today. Well, we're just waiting a couple of things. Braden's chimed in. Afternoon, Miles. Um, evening, Tommy. Evening, Tommy. Um, we're just waiting on Tommy to get a couple through, but we've got three already waiting on the line. one 736 736 You can give us a call right around the country. Best caller. Tommy, best caller. What are we going to give away? $50 Macca's voucher, I think. $50 Macca's voucher to our best caller. 
Um, just still waiting on Tomo outside, but it's they'll come through very shortly. Bear with us, Chris, Roy and Brett. But big day. Big, big day. Racing right around the country. We can whinge about yesterday. We've got the golf on. Minwoo Lee. I'm nearly out of the quaddy. Minwoo Lee. 17 under currently. Three shots up. Yep. Short price favourite. Looks looks like he's going to be mighty hard to beat from here, Miles. But uh, he's on the first hole there. Par four. Um, what else we got? Japan Cup coming up. You'll be talking through that. ODI or T20 International coming up tonight. Yeah, got- you think India win tonight? Got Oscar Piastri starting third on the grid as yep. well. Brody Kostecki won the supercars yesterday. I don't Do know who that is. Brody Kostecki? No, I don't know. The supercar driver. Adelaide 500. Adelaide 500. Where is the Adelaide 500? Right in the city. Is it where the old Grand Prix track was? No, it was kind of. It's the old Victoria Park race course, East Terrace to Kettleville Terrace. Yep, right. Yeah. There you go. Do you get along? What? You get along? Oh, I went for like 10 years. Have you been to Bathurst? I've never been to Bathurst. Mm-hmm. I've driven the track, but I've never been. You've driven the track? Yep. 0499 736 736 if you want to text in and join the conversation. Or 1300. It works. 1300 736 736. Right around the country. Right around the country. It is working. But what normally happens is when you do your talk back right, you've got to be in delay normally where we're live. Right? Oh, so we've got the delay working. So we've only just got to wait for another second or so just to get the delay up. And we are right to go. So the first one, first cab off the off the rank, we go to Chris in Rose Bay. He wants to talk tennis as I pull him in. Uh, and Chris he is our first cab off the rank. And if I can get him up here. Chris, sorry, hello to you. How's it going, guys? Well, mate, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about, well, framing markets. Now, I'm looking at this Davis Cup tomorrow morning between Australia and Italy. Yep. And I'm, th- I'm thinking to myself, this is a very strange format. This guy's sinner for Italy this morning. He had to beat Djokovic twice for them to get into the final. He's got to back up again and do it tomorrow. Um, and I have no idea how you would frame a market because um, for this for this final because uh, surely somebody might know how he's going. But I mean. He's going to be absolutely knackered, you would imagine, tomorrow anyway. He's their gun. But how could you possibly frame a market trying to work out what the hell is going to happen in this very strange Davis Cup format we've got now? Tommy, this is more your wheelhouse. And then, Chris, just, just before I let yeah. Tommy go, is, are you a big punter on the tennis, Chris, normally? Oh, I like having a bet. I mean, in this one here, I kind of get the feeling Italy's favourite because of Sinner, but I don't know that that they should be favourites. I have no idea if Betfair are even framing a market yet or if there's a market up for it, but I, I would not know how to frame a market for this final. I'd have no idea in the world what to do. Yeah, Chris, there is a market up. Um, Italy about $1.50 at the moment. Australia $2.62, and that's at 105% market there. I, I wouldn't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I'm not a tennis tipping expert, but um, there are some people on the hub that do that on, on Betfair.com. You've just got to follow... Um, You've got to follow the the patterns of these players, I guess, and and if they do back up well, if they're fit, and and how they go, and how they they are, in terms of the the last tennis match they played, and how they finished off. I mean, obviously Djokovic always has his back to the wall, and that's when he performs his best when he is injured and and whatnot. I'm not a tennis expert, Miles, but Steve Quick's the man. Yes. Uh, have you, do you yep. know Steve Quick, Chris? Well, uh, on. What I, what I don't understand is this guy's just played two games this morning, this, this <laughs> Senate, right? He, he's played Djokovic twice today. Yep. 
So, and he's got to back up tomorrow. Now, I don't know if anybody's had to play Djokovic twice in one day and then back up <laughs> for two more games the day after. That's why I'm scratching. Hard to get a read on. Yeah. It's very hard to get a read on it. And I actually, at the price, um, I'm, I'm on Australia because I have, I know he's a very good player, but I, I have no idea how he's going to play four games in two days. But, um, and hopefully he can't play four games in two days or if he, he, he runs out of petrol. But, um, uh, this to me is one of the most confusing setups I've ever seen. <laughs> I like hey, it. Hey, Good luck, the... Chris. Yeah, I could... give me the... Sorry, go. Give me the two sixty Australia anytime. Yeah. Anyway, hey, what were you saying, Chris? Greatly appreciate your call. We've just got a couple more in on the line, but uh, stick with us, Steve Quixy man. If you've got Twitter, go and ask him the question on Twitter. I'm sure he'll reply. He's the best tennis punter in Australia, so uh, he is certainly a man. But appreciate your call, Chris. Oh, cheers, boys. Chris in Rose Bay. Uh, let's now go to where are we going to go? We got Brett in St Albans. This has gone all right. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. You say so yourself. We started okay. Started well. okay. Brett in St Albans. Hello to you. Yeah. G'day, Magic. Hey, listen, mate. Uh, before I get to my lay bins, what about you? <laughs> you and your old man sinking reds on the couch at four a.m. I knew you were awake because you were romping on Twitter at that point. Wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Wasn't he? <laughs> hey, Brett, you got me there. Jeez. The old, the old tweets. Mate, I'll tell you what, don't worry about your old man waiting for the next. You'll be lucky to survive the next World Cup because <laughs> Australia won't be winning anytime soon. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm rating this early, Brady. I'm rating this early. <laughs> first, first lay bin, right? Yes, good. The first one. Just remember we're on Friday national Friday radio. Sales. Just remember we're on Friday national radio Friday too, sales. ready. On the Saturdays, people are like vultures. People, it's not the last day you're ever going to be able to get stuff. Okay, you understand? You can <laughs> be civil. Oh, I'm with there. you. It's all good. That's good. Uh, Second uh, lay bin. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to combine all of these, right? I'm rating this, Brett. Best, best 22s, time trials, Cam Zerhar's cooking, oh. uh, whatever Jaden Stevenson's doing, happy snaps on holidays. Uh, the top seven reasons why Essendon will improve. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. You understand? All right. Are you putting AFL care. media in the lay bin? Is that what it is? Well, putting everyone who puts that on their websites, in their oh, papers, on their Twitters, on their Instas. I don't have Insta, but anything that has to do with any of that that I just mentioned in the tip. Hey, Brady, Brady, you're the clubhouse leader by about uh, the same margin as Minwoo Lee for the Maccas voucher here, mate. I, I couldn't agree more with the top tens uh, or the top sevens. Yeah, Zerhar's cooking's elite too. Mate, uh, you're the clubhouse leader. If you think of any others, can you call us back? Yeah, waka waka. Cheers. <laughs> On your pretty. <laughs> what, a, what a unit. That was good. That was good. Pretty in St. Albans. I, I went shopping yesterday morning. It was a dog fight. It was awful. Yeah, people do panic. Oh. 100% they panic. We got Roy? Roy in Templestowe, the main man. Hello, Roy boy. G'day, Fitzmagic. G'day, Tommy. How are we going? Good, mate. What have you got for us? Mate, I know you love my on, on this day. Oh, Tina Turner would have been 84 today. Who? Tina Turner, the, fam- the famous <laughs> Tina Turner. Tina Turner was 84 today. And um, the cartoonist that invented uh, the peanut... Which um, all the dead set idiots that message this um, with <laughs> negative text um, are, are actual peanuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was he was born on this day as well. well there you go. All right. On this day trivia. Roy. this, Roy's out on this day, man, at the station. That's Everyone's good. birthdays love, love and on this day. Now, Roy. So the, this is Tina the, Turner's birthday. Yep. How old was she? 
84. 84 today. There you now, go. Now, Roy, the all-important question, is Burnside in – it's uh, Bunnings in Churnside Park open today? It's, it's open. It's full. It's full. It's got the, <laughs> the mustard, tomato sauce, barbecue sauce, couple of onions. Oh, that's good. It's even got the Pepsi and the Solo. Can I ask how, how much for a snag, Roy? Uh, $2.50 for a snack, but not, not as bad. good as Macca's, you know, Pat's Lotter. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we love you, Roy. Boy. It might get you in front of Breddy at the moment, but uh, <laughs> not bad from you. Well, hey. Love the show. First first time uh, caller, long time texter. You know how it is. Love the show. Mate, we love your content too that you provide, uh, mate. You're always and filling you us with it. West, West is the best, I reckon, right now. You're not West is the best. Harley Reid's uh, taking over your mantle, please. Right oh, now. well, we know that you, look, you did get Oscar Allen first goal eventually, Roy Boy, and Look, how many games to West Coast Three win weeks this? Three weeks in a row. Three weeks. How many? How, how many games to West Coast win this year? I'm going to say the with Harley Reid nine. Nine. Oh, Roy. Oh. Just, I'm, I'm, just for Brett, what are the top ten reasons why West Coast can yeah. can improve this year? <laughs> <laughs> the top seven reasons why West Coast will cook. <laughs> Hey, Roy, appreciate you calling in, buddy. You're always good to us here at SEN Track and around the country. Mate, stay with us and uh, give us a call any time, buddy. And a a shout-out to um, the coffee shop that I went to around the corner of the Como, and they said all the interstaters, they always come in and get an oat milk latte. Yeah, of course they do. Every time. Of course they do. Yeah, I agree, Roy, boy. Thanks for your call, mate. There you go. Bye. Roy and Templestowe there. Hey, good solid start here. Brady's the clubhouse leader for the Macca's voucher, surely. That was very good gear. 04. All of it. All All three callers have been fantastic. 0499 736 736 or 1300 736 736. You're going to have to help me. Tommy, you're going to, you've got to go see Rob for a coffee date. Yeah, oat latte. Oat latte. I've got 45 minutes riding solo here. Yeah, be right. You're the man for the job. Do you think? Yeah, I'll call in. To the family. I'll get Rob to call in. To the family, wherever you may be, I need your help. 0499736736. 0499736736. If you got something to put in the bin, have you got a grizzle? Did you back be optimistic yesterday? Did you back zip away yesterday? Did you back um, one more t- uh, too many yesterday? Did you back bustler yesterday? Because they're all tip, P.S. Um, nearly landed the quaddy, sick beat in the last, doesn't matter. What did you back? What did you like? 0499736736 or 1300. 1300- 736, 736, give us a call. Tommy, thanks for hanging around for the first 10. That was good fun, mate. Worth it. I, I like the call longer. from Chris from Rose Bay. I wish we could have sort of delved. I wish I was a deep. tennis expert and I could actually provide some insight. But that playing Djokovic twice in a day yeah, and then backing up, that's a fair question. And I don't know how anyone would model that or, or put up a price for that. It's a great question. They're, they're loving Brett off the text. His labian will be hard to beat. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I certainly agree. Pretty. Uh, you know when he's just got that sound in his voice, I just had to tell him, like, be careful here because yeah, he could go so right on the end. It up. Hey, I'll get like that when I come in Sundays and you're off the long run. Let's jump to a quick break. We'll be back with more calls. Your calls on the other side of this, one 736 736 You're listening to Sunday Trackside. SEN Track on a Sunday. We're doing things a little different. Talk back, one 736 736 Give me a call. 0499 736 736. All thanks to Bluebet. And speaking of which, oh, well, Benny and East Keelor has given us a ring just as I pull him down and put him on. Ben and East Keelor, hello to you, my friend. Benny and P here, mate. How are you? Ah, Benny, my mate. How are you? Good, mate. Good. How are you? Well, what do you want to talk about? Mate, um, when you're back at Morpherville, I want to know why you don't have a uh, saver on anything over 20 to 1. 
Because yesterday was a prime example. Danish Fortune, $21. Manzala, 39 And I think it was Dunedin or whatever, $26. Yeah, your Punchin was $19. Manzala, 26 Danish Fortune, 16 Like we mentioned uh, a bit earlier in the week, is in that finals day can throw up some pretty interesting results because a lot of these horses are like qualifying for this being the grand final because you had G-tra, the, the G-Tra final, Sprint Series final, et cetera, et cetera. I do tend to have a lot of savers. The hard part is about what I'm doing too, Benny, is sometimes if I'm tipping and then having savers all the time on air, you sort of tend, you try to then confuse people a fair bit. Um, yep. So there is a massive difference between, as you know, between tipping and punting. And we do our absolute best here to try to, to, to try and tip you into as many winners as we can. If I'm genuinely like really punting in the race myself, I'll, I'll try to sort of explain the savers around. And the perfect example was probably the railway stakes yesterday where you know, Gareth had asked me for a $100 staking plan and I've had 40 Tuvalu, 20 Bustler at 13s, 20 Maracino and, and 20 on um, Comfort Me. And so you end up in front. But that sort of had to do that because it was a feature. But... I do run savers, but probably publicly. Like, I can't run through every race and go, I'm tipping the three all beans. Please back Storm Voyage and please back Ranger Frank. Does that sort of make sense? Yeah, well, as I lay a bit, I just find it more fulfilled. So many 20 to 1 pops get up. It's a... Look, I think sometimes when you're looking, you can become a little... Uh, come a little biased. Now, this day in particular, the double-figure prices. But, I mean, if you look at Cranbourne yesterday as well, um, there was probably some doozy results there, really. It's yeah. sort of sometimes you, you you pick something up because you're concentrating on it or that's where you're looking, that it seems to be a common occurrence in one place. I, I think um, the, the maybe with the pool of horses, sometimes in Adelaide they can take turns a little bit which is why you see some of those results. I mean, you know, you and I would think recently, how many times has Justin Potter got a horse up at a double-figure price in the last three months? <laughs> Seems like it's happening all the time, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. But what did you what did you have a big win yesterday? What, what was your best lay of the day yesterday? Uh, well, uh, I actually uh, took the big odds at Toowoomba and a 61 pop got up at Toowoomba. So I, I have a few in the field. Gee whiz. Yeah. And did you take, uh, did you have play at Ascot at all? Or Cranny? I didn't. Yesterday, no, I didn't lay much yesterday. Um, thank God, because uh, a lot of favourites got up yesterday at Cranbourne. Well, not favourites, but second favourites. And have you got something you like today? Uh, you'd be very careful on a Sunday. I don't know how you guys do it. Sunday is, it's a roughy nightmare. Yeah, you kings know, of bad racing. There'll be two or three that'll win at 30 to 1 today. So when you lay, you've got to be very careful. Well, you're one of the best layers in the business, and I mean that with all due respect. You certainly are, very Mate, appreciate <laughs> Only because I've lost a bit, I can tell you. <laughs> when you keep seeing the 20 to 1 pops kill you at Morfittville, you just stay away. Or Rachel King. There you go. If you want a good tip, if you ever see Rachel King on something at 20 to 1 and she's in the 6th or 7th or 8th race, just back her. She, how many times she gets a 21 pop-up is amazing. Uh, Benny, appreciate your call, mate. You've been a long-time listener of ours, and uh, hopefully we'll chat again soon. Good on you, mate. See ya. Benny MP, absolute ripper. The family, you've got to help me out, team. one 736 736
but try to open it up. I'm going to try something different, especially for the next few weeks. Try to give tags a little bit of a spell. The races don't start till 20 past one. So we've got plenty more to come. The time is yours. We'll get to the text machine. A few kicking in here. How was your spring miles? Did you end up in the positive? I'll tell you what, yesterday, um, yesterday helped. So, look, I'm not notoriously good on, on Cup Week um, because I'm not a notoriously big player in the Group 1s. That's not really where I operate from a punning perspective because they're the most difficult. So, um, so on the Group 1s, I didn't lose a lot. There were a couple of horses that really hurt me throughout the spring. Greg Alimo in the last on Oaks Day really hurt. That really hurt. Um, I probably got emotionally carried away in the Melbourne Cup and, you know, call of the card and those sort of things and probably went a bit harder than I thought I should. Bendigo Cup Day made my spring. And then probably yesterday, the finish at Ascot nearly sort of saved it. Um, Most of you would know, and I won't shy away from this, my best in the last three weeks have been right on the mark but just not landing. Um, and even yesterday, see it again. You get one, I think I went one from five and and three of them in the dying stages or having the right horse. I mean, did you guys watch King Sicario yesterday in the, the second year at Ascot? I mean, that was dodging cars up the up the home straight. Flashing late, only needed it to place as a big saver. The beach way of the day runs fourth and then you, you're on the back foot. But it doesn't take much to claw you back. Taunting helped. Jimmy Starr helped. Um, probably further to that, you go down to Scotty from Bayswater's question, can I ask about staking? I have a few hundred to play with on Saturday. How much would you stake on a best in the multis? What I encourage most of you to do, and most of you like your own form and to back yourself in, is when you find your best, and if you line up with your favourite tipster, then that should give you more confidence. But the one thing that you shouldn't be doing is having a similar stake in a race that you don't like to the similar stake in the race where your best is. So so you should be probably, and I would normally work on, maybe 70 or 65 to 70% of my bank would be on my bests. So whether that's two, three, four or five, because I get sucked in like everyone else and it's the biggest advice I can give any, any punter out there anywhere is you go to a Flemington card or Cranbourne yesterday, you like three races, and then say the other seven you don't really like and you have 50 to win on the three you like, 50, 50, 50, and then you have 50 on the other seven races. And that's not the way to do it. The way to do it is if you had 500 to spend because you've got 10 races and 50, you know, this is just round figures, of course, um, you should be having close to 400 of that on your three bests and then have your $10 throws at your other races. We try our best. Tags does as well to to sort of push you in the right direction, but we're obviously not allowed to tell you how to do it and how to stake. But um, even yesterday, we're sort of talking around, like Jimmy Star. you could tell the way we're pushing that that was probably the big crack. You know, that was the day. And that's where you've got to be prepared that if the one that you really like for the day goes under, then, the, the, then you've lost for the day. But as long as you're prepared to lose... Um, what you're prepared to gamble. And that's why we read these gambling help things because it's when you start betting what you're not prepared to lose. Uh, and that's when you get in big trouble. Um, what are you really gambling with is what you should be prepared to lose. one 736 736 Give me a call. Mac is out just to give away. Brett's saying, ring in people, let's have a laugh. I know everyone's a bit gun shy. I know everyone's a little bit gun shy, but look, just give me a buzz. 
if you like how things go, you don't like things go, they're things you want us to maybe try to do on a Sunday. Oh, um, one 736 Fair income, you have just been pipped in a lip by plenty. If they got up, you'd be carving up the stats. Yeah, I think my last – well, the other day, what did I say? I had seven horses lose by less than about – it was like three metres total or something. You were on the right horses. I just had a bad run with bests. So today, I've got one. I just want to chip away at them today. Uh, Troy from Denolix tuned in. Hi, Miles, looking for a multi today for the Punters Club. Any suggestions? Last week, looking uh, – last week, so looking to finish with a bang. We'll try and get a multi out a little bit later on. Um, Milo Creed, my secret shame – I'm out and about yesterday listening to you legends. We stopped at the lights and you, when you built up detonator Jack at Dooman, so safely loaded up on the phone account. Then he gets up and I'm going spare, banging Jack, Jack, Jackie. I can hear a car horn and look over and the bloke next to me must have done the same. And we serenaded each other to the song. Air punching, loving each other. Bloody brilliant, you blokes. Love views. Keep it up. Matty, you're a star. We're going to get to Craig Sant now for the Darwin Greyhounds. All thanks to the Darwin Greyhounds is a good bet this year, and I think we've got Robbo and David. We're going to get them on the line shortly. Uh, Sandy, hello to you, my friend. Yeah, morning, Milo. Good morning, listeners. Hey, uh, mate, I've got them on talkback here today, and I'm here one out. So can you just start wheeling straight into what we've got? And I've got a couple of phone calls in behind you, but just run through the card at, uh, up at uh, Winelli Park for us. Yeah, mate, I'll hook right in. The first is at 7.04, and then the first are like 16371. Uh, Manawata there for Adam Polder. Draws inside, I think, and just lead into turn one and set up a winning break over six shadow. He'll slide across from that box and give you a sight. For third, number three, Pra Baker's honest enough. And for fourth, number seven, five, Cougars. Pretty confident with the top three there, though. One, six, three, seven. Beautiful. In race, yeah, race two, uh, numbers here, seven, one, three, five, seven, go. Joe had its first running day on last week, was well supported and ended up placing, I think, with a run under the belt and taking improvement on the, off that. There's a couple of um, runners here having their first running day on two, four, and six, but uh, there's no real money for them, so I'm suggesting we just lay off them this week. Uh, in that race, I'll put one iron flat out for second, three not a choice for third, and five ending the bank for fourth, but pretty confident with seven go, Joe, in the second. Yep. Uh, in race three, three, five, four, seven, I thought three pollinate for Ronnie Phillips could lead here from a uh, handy box. Look, she's been around a while, but she's honest. Uh, she's not the favourite. She opened up at around the 8.50. She might tighten up a touch, but I thought at the odds that she was worth a play. To beat Pi Bowl Vista, just busting the winner race. Four Marley on fire is the favourite, but at $2.15, she's just going to have to do it all right. And for third number seven, Corn Cobb, we've got three, five, four, seven there. Uh, in race four, it's the Open, 3.83, open race. I've gone one, seven, four, two. One Mojo Herrera does love the inside. It's about a dollar eighty-five at the moment, but he'll take advantage from that box and be the one to beat from seven. The Quigley won well last week. Four fellow Mirajas going through the grades. And for fourth number two, Time to Rain, I'll be finishing on hard, one, seven, four, two there. In race number five, first look at the quaddy. The quaddy gets underway at 8.15 local time. Two six eight one here, two raw eleven. Um, racing more for um, uh, Harry Brown, and from the uh, box, I think just get it done here from six quick shadow. It's just not going as well as it can or has been in the past. So I think the two's a clear pick here. Eight Nangar Bolt, one my shout Zoe. But the first look at the quaddy work around the top three numbers. Two six eight there in uh, race six. Uh, numbers here, 7-5-2-1. This is a fourth and fifth grade over the 5-37. Seven, Miss Enigma. She's had a couple of goes over the journey. Look, I don't think she runs it out that solid, but I think tonight she'll find the front and she just might be able to hold them off here in the drive. She's short enough at around the $1.65 in early betting, so she 
you know, you're not taking any prize there, but I think she should win to beat five Aussie Yaks. Well, two Wild Charlie and one Lizzie Lass. And once again, I think you can go around the top three there in your quaddy, 752. In race seven, the uh, fifth grade, 312, three, one, two, four here for me. Three real steel, Adam Pollard. I haven't seen this Greyhound for a little while, but it is an equal favourite with one Duo Glide. I thought he could beat Duo Glide. He's been a bit tardy out of the boxes lately, Duo Glide. So if it is, it might give Two Heavenly Sour a little bit of a look at it at around the $10. So you'd have to throw that one in. And for fourth number four, my mate Glenn. But three, one, two, four, work around the top three selections there. Uh, in race eight, uh, fourth and fifth grade, 383, an open race here. Uh, I've gone with four, Mr. Moon. Look, just not winning. Gets back, uh, runs on hard. Look, back in its day, it was a very good grey. One of our best to come out of down in the last few years, but um, just getting on it a little bit in years. But I just thought this sort of race might set up okay for it with that vacant box inside. So Mr. Moon are on top um, around the 310. To beat number three, eight gifts. Could find the lead early here. Six by four misses for third and fourth number eight, Kenya Beth. That's four, three, six, eight. I've left the favourite two, Maxie's mad out, but certainly got to respect it. And in the last race nine, a uh, fourth grade over the three twelve open race to finish the night. Uh, don't want to be trying to get out here. Uh, six four five three one. I'll go with six pennies left for Adam Polder. She's dropping in class. Just needs a bit of room early. I think if she can get out a good start, she'll be hard to run down. To beat four B Ben, it's back in form. Five Sunshine Fire, likewise racing well. And for third number three, Foxy Sheila at a bit of odds could play a bit of a part. So six four five three. My best two. Race two number seven. Go Joe. And in race six, number seven, Miss Enigma there, Milo. Sandy, appreciate you um, chiming in with all the tips, mate. I'm frantically trying to write those down as we go. Tom, I'll get them up on socials. Appreciate your time. We'll chat again soon, mate. Thanks, mate. See ya. Craig Sant there for the Darwin Greyhounds. Racing uh, is in full swing at Winelli Park. Visit darwingreyhounds.com. Absolutely love it. Let's go back to the lines. David in Gowan Bray on the line. Hello to you, David. Hey, Miles. Hey, sorry about, sorry about the wait, mate. We just had to get Craig out for his Darwin tips, but appreciate you holding. Yeah, too easy. I uh, texted in earlier, but I'm on that. Uh, I observed just watching the TV and watching Channel 10 just absolutely butcher the uh, the great race in the nation, the Melbourne Cup. And it was also for the whole street racing carnival. I actually said to the wife, have a look at this ad. What's, what's wrong with this? She had no idea, of course, but... But the Muppet there decided to put the uh, not to use actual footage, and they had the horse running around the wrong way. So, so the, the horses were running the Sydney way. They were literally on the on the ad for the Melbourne Cup. They were running the other way. Yep. Oh yep. my days! It was my hardest. It's one job. Just get some actual footage, and you can actually see it. But yeah, obviously, uh, stupid me asked the wife to have a look at it. But uh, yeah, I could not believe that someone could, it, could do that. They, they couldn't butcher anymore. David, it's clearly not designed for. For I think the diehard like those the free to wear racing coverage is not designed for the, sort of the diehard racing fans though is it really like it's more of a of a sort of a, an entertainment you know mums and dads that are just tuning in only watch racing at a certain time of year operator yeah totally I mean yeah look, I mean the, the normal you know the, the two dollar punter on the Melbourne Cup day wouldn't wouldn't know the difference uh, so but yeah it was clearly obvious to me and going just surely you just got one job just get get some real footy <laughs> hey David do you normally listen on Sundays. I totally do. Beautiful. Have you got? Do you do the form on Sundays, or do you just sit back and listen? If you if if you haven't got a best bet for us today, or anything you like today, or you just kick back and relax. No, no, no. no. I, I just listen to you guys. I, I'm, generally on Sundays, it's more listening for the uh, for the banter rather than the punting. Oh no, good to hear. Hey, appreciate your call, my friend. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, Mike. David and Gowan Bray. There. Let's go to Robbo on the road asking about form. A lot of texts on this. Hello to you, Robbo. Well, how are you, mate? Good. How are you? Yeah. Good, thanks. Good. Lovely to be on the Sunday. But um, 
question uh look it doesn't normally vary i think like everyone does form different i'm really big on i'm a replay guy um and i like to look at horses um where they finish in a race and really try to concentrate on on how they've hit the line but also post line which i don't think a lot of people do they sort of think the race finishes um right on the winning post but i think it's important to see what horses do past the post um i'm pretty old school though robbo like I'm 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 not really a, a, a huge data man. Um, I'm I'm old school. Yeah, down in grade, weight, um, gait, track, like pretty much like most people would. But I, I sort of try to do the form and then line up with replays, which is why it probably takes me a bit longer than most people, because in a race I'll go back and watch their last three, over, you know, of every horse in that race. So it sort of takes me a while. Yeah, right. Do you have a way that you do it? Are you a section? It was, I, well, I used to spend a lot of time trying to, not so much getting right into the data, but just looking at sectionals and weights and, and, and the track the track conditions. Um, but I found that depending on the track, you could have a Flemington 33 second last 600, and that might equate to a 35 at Moody Valley, and you can't you can't line them up. No, so th- um, this is... the tr- shape of the track. Yeah, this is a really good point, Robbo. So I, I don't really look at times at all. Now, you, you can only compare times in my opinion, to other horses in that race. So, yeah. so, and that's in that race, on that day, on that track. Now, because if you've got two 1,200-metre races on that track, they might have gone at different tempos or, or a 1,400-metre race so that their last 200 and 400, one might look a, like elite and, and super quick towards the end and the other one looks super slow, but they've run two different speeds, right, to get there yeah. for the last 200. Yeah. But but a lot of people say, oh, well, it ran the fastest last 200 of that meeting. Well, that doesn't really mean anything, a horse going Sydney to Melbourne, because it might have done that in a Sydney meeting, but that doesn't mean anything going down to Melbourne. There might be horses in that race that ran the fastest last 200 of the Melbourne meeting, and, like, you're comparing an apple and an orange. So... Yeah. T- times have never been my, never ever been my jam because you can't line them up at all. Yeah. What about um, the? So a lot of the, you know, you hear the the, 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 the analysts they talk about, oh, this I've got this marked at six fifty, I've got this marked at eight dollars or four dollars or whatever, and it's currently you know X there for its value. I, how do you, how does do you, do you do that process, or are you just looking for that's the best horse? And that's what we're back. No, Robbo, and another great question. You've hit me with some, I was expecting some more funny stuff here, but you've hit me with three rippers. Now, I, um, <laughs> mate, th- this is where a lot of uh, guys that are sort of professional punting will probably frame their own markets. Now, how you need to look at it is that a price is reflective of the percentage chance of that horse winning, right? So, so. This is where a lot of people don't really understand and get confused. The price is reflective of the percentage chance that horse has of winning. So then that's why people say that all the prices, if you put them together, should equal 100% of a winning of a market. Does that make sense? Yeah. So... So, yep. yes, some form analysts do it. Terry Layton's very good at it. I know Mickey Gannon forms his own markets. But I don't really need to. I sort of know that that something might be over the odds or under the odds. 
but oh, because yep. I'm not sort of punting professionally anymore where you would go and back three horses in a race that are all over your price. So yep. professional punters will go into a race, they mark the market. Now, they might have the, the one marked a dollar eighty, and it's a dollar forty, right? So that's no bet. But they've got four horses marked at, you know, let's say ten dollars and they're fifteen. So they'll go and back the three fifteen dollar chances. Yeah, yeah. And ho- and because they are over their marked price. And, and so that's where they they're gambling on the basis of of the reflection of value as opposed to their market. So so the market's got it wrong. Yes, correct. Yeah. So they're backing their own market and they're saying I and that's where Pro punters that have an edge are uh, amazing because they really they, they've just got to back themselves all the time. That yeah. there is no other. So I wouldn't get too carried up where they say oh, I've marked it a bit shorter than that. You know what? To be perfectly honest, a lot of form analysts out there actually say I've marked it this and I've marked it that, and that they haven't framed a market at all. Um, it's a throwaway line that a lot of analysts use to make it look like they've built their own market, but it takes a lot of time to build markets. A lot of time. And a lot, a lot of homework, and not many people have that much time and don't put that much homework in. Not going to lie to you. What's your best today? Uh, race five, number four at the Sunshine Coast, the fixer. But like I said earlier, Robbo, my bests have been pretty ordinary. So, um, yeah. oh, but that's the one that I, I'm, I can sort of probably hang my hat on. But I'll chip away right throughout the day. Tags is only about twenty minutes off, so we'll have a go. But mate, some really good um, questions. You sort of hit me with the serious stuff there at 20 to 12 on a Sunday, but hopefully that answered a few of the texts here too. But appreciate the call, buddy. Good day, mate. Catch up. Robbo on the road there. You can give me a call if you've got any questions. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Robbo, you want me to take a break? I'll take a break, Tomo. Well, just text him through to me if you want to text him through. Oh, well, then the doc's on the screen. That's okay. Um, we've got to get the tips out for Aaron White, thanks to grnz.co.nz for everything New Zealand Greyhound Racing. Whitey unable to join us. But race eight, number four, Mad Paddy. He's, and he's unavailable due to lawn bowling. Well, that's a lay-bin. Race eight, number four, Mad Paddy. Race nine, number four, Zipping Besto. Race 10, number four, Jocelyn. And race 11, number six, Portland Ben. Eight, four, nine, four, ten, four, 11.6. Um, I will read all your texts in the next 20 minutes. So if you do text them in, 0499 736 736, or give me a call, or give me a call, 1300 736 736. 736 736. We've got a young fella on the line, I think. Yeah, David from St Kilda has called in. Uh, David, what do you want to talk about? Uh, well, I was just wondering. Oh, you. <laughs> You did not call me. Yeah, I, I, you got talk back, mate. I tried ringing you and you didn't answer, so I thought, well, you're on talk back. Uh, what time do I have to be in today? Mate, you got to – well, look, the first race – I can't believe this. Don't make a mockery of what I'm trying to do. 20 – you've got 17 minutes to the first at Swan Hill. Oh, okay. I've got a best to kill more in the first, I think. Well, that's, right. that's 27 minutes away, but we're still at the mounting yard to do before that, David. All right. I'll be half an hour then. Oh. Righto, mate. David from right. St Kilda, you're not getting the Macca's voucher. Did he, he just really do that? Making a mock. I'm trying to do something a bit different here for the family. Quick break. I'll, what I'll do is I'll come back on the other side and I'll get to your text. If you want to have a laugh, lay bins. If you want to ask a question, call. If you want to have a crack at me, more than happy to hear you out. 
more than happy if to hear you out or if there's something that confuses you with what I said. If you've ever wanted to ask us a question, I do need your help because I've got 20 minutes and I'm here on my own. one 736 736 I'd love to hear from you. Give me a call and um, we'll have a chat. Back in a moment. You're listening to Sunday Trackside. Let's do what we want to do. Welcome back to Sunday Track. Let me be a man for you. Hey, if you're heading to the Kilmore Cup today, there's a nice little cafe out there. Ah, Raffaele. Stop in. Say good day to the team out there. Have a cup of coffee. Get a toasty on the way to the Kilmore Cup. Ah, Raffaele. On the way out. All thanks to Bluebet today, the true Aussie bookie. We absolutely love the team at Bluebet. We'll get Hummer back on. Labin Miles did Odyssey Essien play an ad for Cranbourne Cup Day from Duke. Well, look, Duke, it's been well known off the text that Tags, myself and Tom are the only three that work on Sundays. So, yeah, someone's done themselves a mischief. I don't know what's worse, Tags photobombing this new trial or avoiding tolls. I uh, love that. Waiting for Tags to ring classic. David from St Kilda, so funny. What makes a good roster? Uh, not sure I follow Jace. Cheers, Miles. So informative. I was hoping it was going to be a bit funny rather than informative, but whatever you guys want, I'm happy to deliver. one 736 736 Got about 10 minutes. Love to get another few calls in before 1 o'clock. If you've ever had a question you want to ask, more than happy to. Um, hey, Milo, regarding your tips, can you, you give out? I understand you can't say how much your investment is on a particular horse, but give us an idea of your confidence level. Wouldn't be able to give us that info in units. The way I decide how much to put on depending on what my unit is. Love your show. Steve, it's, look, it's considered sort of punting advice. So um, it's a bit hard. You'll see, when we say we've had a bet or we, I've had a bet here, it means I've had a bet. Um, it's really difficult. It's a really difficult one because remember we're talking to a, a, quite a large audience and, and we've also got to allow for the fact that, that, there was strict things around language when you're declaring horses and morals and this will win and these sort of things because a lot of people do have an issue with gambling, which is really unfortunate. So, um, oh, look, my DMs are always open. You can follow me on Twitter or Insta and more than happy for you to send me a question and ask. But I'm not much of a unit player unless I was pro-punting. Tipping is totally different to, to punting, totally different. And so if I'm punting, I'm having – I might be investing five units a race and I'm – you know, but my unit is relative to somebody else's unit. But I'm sort of, that's where I'm backing three, four, five in a race. Um, even sometimes. Like I backed four yesterday in the railway, turn a result. I tried to explain that with, and that's what Gareth does with his $100 staking plan. Uh, we've got one on the line, Wayne from Warunga. He's going to join us. Hello to you, Wayne. Hey, Miles. How are you going? Very well, thank you, mate. You on the road? Yes, I am. But I just wanted to say to you, Tags, and the rest of the team, I think you do a great job. Um, you put yourselves out there, got a tip on all sorts of class of races all day, and I think you handle people blowing up when you give them a tip and it doesn't win. Um, I think you do it really well. Uh, people will often complain when things don't go their way, but they rarely will actually uh, praise when it does. And I think um, the job you do was testament when you had that day after your mum's passing was awesome. That was great radio. So just want to say a great job, especially on Sundays. No, I appreciate it, Wayne. It's um, it's a funny one. I, I, look, I, I, to, to get personal, I do go home sometimes and I'm like, geez, I probably shouldn't have acknowledged or, or bitten, sort of, so to speak. And you sort of, but 
you know, I'm probably I'm probably not well trained in the media space enough, to be honest, that that it sort of still has an effect. But I'm slowly learning not to read comments on TikTok or Twitter anymore. I can assure you that, Wayne. <laughs> well, your your friends judge you by your intentions. Strangers judge you by the actions, and that's the difference. Now, if people had the mindset of you're drawing your absolute best. The clowns wouldn't give you so much negative feedback. It seems they go their way. Yeah, I think because we put a, a fair bit of effort in, you, you can tell hopefully down the line that that we're invested and in, sort of we come in literally trying to do our best. So if we have a bad day, we do take it personally anyway. Um, 100%, but yeah. um, but honestly, yeah, appreciate the call and and um, yeah, we like I like calls like yours, Wayne. I'm not going to show you that much. <laughs> hopefully, tag him. Behave himself today, but we know that's not on time. No, no, that's not on time, mate. You can call us any time or text in, mate. Appreciate the chat. Have a good day. Bye. Wayne from Warunga there. Nice little pump up here on a Sunday morning. Uh, from John from McLeod, what happened to Tags? Keep up the good work. He was sitting in the car park. Tags is out here in the producer's booth. I didn't even know. Walked outside and he went, ha, 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 he's in the car park. He's about to join us. Um, I'll try to get through all your texts. Bumped off the main channel for the supercars. I've seen it all. Good on you, Adam. At Morfordville, heaps of well-backed horses getting up. Whack and Jar Jar, 350 to 250. Most weeks is a decent go getting up. It is fair. Parks, not so much. I'd love to hear you guys talk about the future of pro punting with the point of consumption tax, corporates limiting bet size. Will people still make a living out of it? Oh, Simo, that's a wormhole. That's why essentially I got out of it. It's too hard. Milo, I love the talkback show. Can't wait to see Neil Mitchell come out of planned retirement to take you on the battle of the talkback ratings 12 to 1. Have a fill-up. Shane from Bendigo and your Shano. Sorry, Miles, I would ring on any other occasion. However, I'm as seedy as a watermelon. Mrs. is making me pay for it big time. Now, the lines won't be open later in the day, Shawnee. Uh, Miles, would you be calling the footy in Melbourne for SEN this year? Big fan of your call style. Would you? Who do you try and model yourself on? Geordie, I don't really try and model myself on anyone. Um, I just try to sort of make it... It's entertainment in the end. You can be accurate and all of that, but if people don't enjoy themselves, so you can't take a little bit of the... PI double five every now and then, then who are you? Um, Braden agree with the $68 multi with all the best landing was epic. Oh, and to answer that question, yeah, I am. I think Saturday Arvo's um, is going to be sort of my slot because I won't be calling footy on Sundays. I'll be here with you. Um, Brett from Ainsbury, I like it when you explain how to do form. Hopefully that helped earlier. Brett, a um, couple of tips in there from someone. Miles and Tags look forward to the sweeps today. Derek from Cranny, afternoon, boys. Big congratulations to Brody Kostecki with the V8s. And the Ledger team for taking out the last attack yesterday. You're a big fan of the Ledger team, Derek from Cranny. Um, great call, Wayne from Kurt. Uh, Milo, agree with the last caller. You guys do an awesome job. Let's face it, I'm going to win more money taking your tips in mind. Love you, Brady from Box Hill. I was going to call Milo, but got busy. Totally agree with Wayne from Morunga, who gave the team a rap. Don't worry, me and the family bite back for you on your ducko. Um, Milo, I liked Bustler yesterday, and when I heard that you liked it, I boosted my confidence. Love your work, mate. Rick from Rockingham on your Rico. And Elite Radio Miles, I'm an SEN listener, 12 hours a day. Love the band of entertainment at 50 cents each way. That's Andy on the mower. Send your texts in. David Taggart to join me on the other side of this. Plenty more to come.